Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Airstream Chronicles. I'm the show host, Rich Charpentier, and thanks for stopping by. So today is Tech Talk Thursday, and today I wanted to talk about RV vlogging and YouTube. So if you're, um, if you're new to this channel, you might have found me through YouTube. So I've got a uh, small YouTube channel where I kind of talk about random things. So it's uh, I talk about full-time Airstream, I talk about technology, and I talk about the work I do on that channel. I've never quite gotten the focus down to a laser focus on my YouTube channel, and that's actually okay with me. Um, it'll develop over time, and part of the reason why I started doing this podcast was so that I could do a daily show, share some information with you, and not invest the production time that it takes to, let's say, do a daily RV vlog, or any kind of vlog for that matter. So if you're not familiar with the term, uh, vlog is a video log, so it's kind of like a blog. But um, a lot of people have taken to YouTube with all sorts of different shows, uh, technology reviews, new technology unboxing, following people around in their daily lives. Uh, so there's a lot of people doing a lot of shows, and some of them are pretty interesting, and a lot of them aren't, aren't so interesting. Um, in the case of the RV sphere, we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of big vloggers out there, or video producers, or another thing people call themselves as creators. So we're going to go with that term for the rest of this show. But bottom line, there's a ton of information out there, and now there's a ton of information out there in video. So if you're thinking, hey, you know, I'm a full-time RVer or a van lifer, um, whatever it may be you might be thinking about doing um, your own RV video show as well. So we're going to talk about several aspects about it. We're going to talk about the technology if you're highly mobile. Um, we're going to talk about the time investment and the type of shows that are really doing well, and also a little bit about the payoff. So first off, for doing a vlog, you don't need the fanciest um, cameras out there. You don't need the fanciest microphones you can do lower-end production and still be viable out there. As a matter of fact, if you've got a smartphone, just a smartphone, uh, you might have all the equipment you need for the vlog you want to do. So today's smartphones, you can record video. You can hook up uh, external audio inputs for better sound quality, which is a big one. Um, you can actually do editing on smartphones with specific software packages. So you could start up a vlog with uh, with your camera phone, and you can handhold it, and it will be shaky uh, and maybe not super appealing. And if you're not using an external microphone, you might find that your audio quality is not the best. And then when you start looking around uh, the YouTube universe, you find out that there are some people out there who are doing some super high production quality. I'm talking a script, a storyline, a shooting schedule, and these full-on stories that maybe are 10 or 15 minutes long where they take you through an entire day. They walk you through um, everything they're doing for the day, and then they compile it up into a really slick presentation. So there are vloggers out there, not just in the RV sphere. I think probably one of the best ones, if you want to get an idea of this, is to look at Casey Neistat, and 
go back to when he was doing his daily vlog the other year, and um, it feels like a very high quality, high, uh, well produced um, micro TV show that was put out on a daily basis. So for your case, if you're thinking about doing this, um, like I said, you could start vlogging today with just your smartphone and doing all the editing on it. Um, I find that doing the editing is easier when I'm using my computer. So, you know, what I've done with my videos on YouTube is um, I'll actually go out, I'll shoot some video, sometimes I'll be talking to the camera. When I'm talking to the camera, I'm using an external microphone to get better sound quality. So in the end, what do I need to do for my YouTube videos? Well, I need a computer. I need editing software. Um, I need an external microphone. And then I put these things together, you know, I, the camera time, the external audio time, and I throw them all into Final Cut Pro. And that's where I synchronize audio clips, I synchronize video clips, um, I go through and I play with the audio levels and try to get some more consistent quality, especially if I'm bouncing between microphones. Sometimes I use a lavalier microphone when I'm outside, and then I'm using my Blue Yeti when I'm inside. And when it's all said and done, whew, I'm, I'm exhausted just telling you about it. You might spend maybe um, up to an hour recording video and audio. And then you're going to spend several hours going through editing, syncing clips, uh, replaying it, taking out your coughing, taking out your sneezing, taking out your partner's uh, background noise of snoring in the back of your RV. Um, yeah, wow. Just exhausted myself completely there. There's a lot that goes into a high-quality vlog. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So... You can do a lower-end vlog and start building your channel up, and that does work. But I, I just want to give you the warning ahead of time. Um, when you watch one of these 10-minute episodes um, on an RV vlogger or on someone like Casey Neistat, when you're seeing that final 10-minute product, you need to say to yourself, this was hours in the making. Um, even when they're super polished and they know their editing process, um, this is hours in the making. Some of the last um, some of the last videos that I put up here uh, in July um, for the for the Airstream Chronicles for my channel, um, I just did some flight videos and some videos of monsoons, and I put it all together with some awesome music that I found on Soundstripe.com, and I did spend hours uh, editing clips matching the transitions of the video up to the audio. So as the, um, as the song progresses, I'm changing scenes based on where I'm at in the song. So there is a lot of time invested in doing the vlogging, and I'm not saying that to discourage you. Um, if you want to give it a whirl, I say go for it. Uh, it can't hurt to uh, start up a channel and start building an audience. And I'm still doing that on YouTube. So while I'm doing this podcast, the podcast isn't replacing the YouTube. The podcast is allowing me to do a daily show and to spend more time on my video edits so I have more polished videos down the road to share with you. So now let's talk about some of the vlogs that I've come across on YouTube that are uh, covering the RV space. So um, 
If you're thinking about doing this, you know, so you're going to need a little bit of technology on hand, at minimum a smartphone, and then you're going to probably want to expand into things for higher quality video, steady video, maybe even aerial video like I do with my drone. And um, so we're, we're seeing a lot of that in the um, RV vlogging space. But so I just clicked over and excuse me for the clicks in the background here. Um, so some of the big ones that are out there, some of the people that you might be familiar with, if you're interested in full-time RVing and you've been checking it out on YouTube, most likely you found the Long Long Honeymoon. So this is a, an air streaming uh, couple and they've been doing their vlogs and their videos for a long time. Um, we've actually both been full-time Airstreamers for the same length of time. I've never met up with them, but someday we'll probably cross paths. But so 2006, I started full-time Airstreaming, and that's when they began their long, long honeymoon, as I recall. Right now, they're up to 126,992 subscribers. That's, that's pretty darned impressive. And they've got a ton of videos, so they do a lot of um, of uh, technology reviews or gear reviews. They tell you about um, you know testing things out with their airstream, what works, what doesn't. So I'm just looking at some of their things. So uh, six and a half tips for beginners: how to pack and organize, mail and RV travel. They did one on Amazon Prime Day. So when I'm looking at these here, so um, they're six and a half tips, 11 minutes and 26 seconds long. So that's just the video. So that's got to be hours and hours of, um, of editing time and setup and prep and everything. Um, looking at their next one, mail and travel, 15 minutes, 53 seconds. So they're producing shows. They're definitely producing shows. And they're also getting a lot of views for it. That six and a half tips that went out two days ago had 26,000 views. And that's relevant, uh, I'll tell you that in a, just a little bit, but that's uh, relevant to um, what they're probably earning with monetization through YouTube and not just, um, you know, not just, hey, how many views or how many subscribers do you have? Um, the number of views goes a long way to telling you about how much you're making for an episode. So they've been covering a lot of topics for years. They've been doing live Q&As and talking about parking at Walmart and testing out generators. So if you're looking for a place to learn some things about RVing, they sure do have a lot of uh, content. The next one that I'm pulling up here is Less Junk, More Journey. So this is a husband and a wife with their little daughter, and they're traveling around full-time with their Airstream. Right now, they've got 93,762 subscribers, so another um, another sizable channel. So that's a lot of people following along with them. And um, they, they cover all sorts of topics, and they do it in more of a story-like fashion for the day. So more of a, a classic vlog through their day, getting places. Recently, they've made their way up to Alaska, and um, so they've got a lot of content there. Uh, let's see, we're looking at, um, so they're talking about their journey, and that one was published two days ago with uh, 12 minutes and 44 seconds of content, and it's been viewed 44,000 times already. So uh, four days ago, they had another one, one week ago, one week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. So they're producing several videos per week. They're sizable videos, so there's a, there's a sizable time investment for them. So they also do some reviews, some how-tos, 
um, where they're going and more about their trip. So this is a more of a vlog style deal. So there are a lot more out there. So another set of folks that we've met before, Mally Mish. And um, right now on their channel, they're looking at 16,000 subscribers. And they cover a lot of different topics. They cover how-tos, they cover what they're doing, etc. Then the next one that I just pulled up, I pulled up van life because van life is becoming the super popular topic. Um, if you go on Instagram and look up the hashtag van life, there's just a ton of people posting. So these are people out living in sprinter vans or other types of vans. You know, um, there are some of these sprinter vans have already been converted um, by RV manufacturers into really cool RVs, and some of these people are doing it themselves. So there is a ton of content on van life. It's pretty, it's, it's off the hook, actually, how many people are doing this. And a lot of them are trying to monetize their YouTube channels and do a lot of advertising and um, appeal to the culture, uh, this van life culture, which seems to be folks a little younger than me. I'm 46 now. I started Airstreaming when I was 33. And um, they seem to be appealing to that early on crowd that I was. I also pulled up another one on uh, Airstream full-time living, and there's a there's a ton of uh, things out there. So another couple, the more we explore, um, they have a huge following as well. And just one of their videos that I'm looking at here, 43,000 views. So there's a lot of content out there, whether you're an Airstreamer, maybe you're traveling with a fifth wheel or a Class A motorhome or even doing the van life. There's a ton of content out there on YouTube. So if you're thinking about doing this, I'd say one of my suggestions is that you should check some of these vlogs out. You should check some of these channels out. All you have to do is do a quick search on YouTube. Um, RV full-time living, van life, um, full-time family. There's a lot of that stuff out there. And as a matter of fact, some of the, um, some of the shows that I've watched... So I follow along with several of these folks. I do follow Less Junk, More Journey. Uh, I do follow The Long, Long Honeymoon. I do follow The More We Explore. And, um, you know, I watch their content here and there. I don't pick up every episode, but it's always interesting to see where all these folks are at and what they're doing. And um, at the same time, there are some other channels out there that uh, I think are a little overproduced. Um, I've seen several RV full-time family channels out there recently that are, are a television show. Um, they're following a script. They've got their kids following a script. Um, they've got an intro bumper on their show introducing you to their four kids, and each kid's doing something funny or wonky, and it's kind of like watching the intro to Seinfeld or something. Um, it's a TV show, and, and these families... I. They've actually turned me off to their YouTube channels because it's so overproduced and it's so reliant on a lot of FaceTime with their children. Um, it's, it's a little odd to me. But so they'll do these full-on scripted shows um, where they walk you through the day or they walk you through an adventure. And it's very clear that a lot of stuff is scripted. And um, it just doesn't feel natural to me. Um, it feels a little, it feels a little awkward. It feels like they're trying to set themselves up, um, to be a reality TV show. And I've seen several of these. I've seen one in the Airstream sphere and I've come across another one that was interesting. It's a large family. 
um, with five kids in a um, in a fifth wheel, and then mom and dad. And so they're still relatively new to it. They haven't been full timing. They've been full timing for less than a year. And I'm not giving out names of these. Um, it's up to you to go check some of these out. And also, I don't want to be picking on people. But on this particular one, what I found was um, the parents who decided to do this full-time RVing, um, they made the decision based on a lot of YouTube videos they've seen. I'm not kidding. They, they actually mention it in uh, multiple segments of their shows um, where they've complained that, boy, what we've seen on YouTube isn't the reality of this because they still need to work, so both of them are still working full-time. Um, one of them actually takes odd jobs in whatever town they're visiting. Um, the other one actually does online work. But they've had long conversations about the fact that um, what they've seen on YouTube and these really slick productions isn't the reality of it. They've got five kids in a fifth wheel. Uh, people are going to fight with each other. People are going to get in each other's space. And when you're stuck inside an RV for a rainy day with five kids, it's not glamorous. It's not cool. It's it's not this cutting edge thing. It's actually a little disappointing. And that, that came across in their vlog very strongly. I watched probably eight or nine episodes of their vlog and I kind of felt bad for them uh, because they weren't prepared for the reality of full-time RVing because, you know, they're they're getting sold on some slick productions. And one thing that I've noticed in a lot of um, YouTube videos, podcasts, and blogs, people leave out the bad stuff and they're not fully honest about their trip. They really want to, um, they want to say they're embracing the road. And I get that. But there are realities of full-time RVing. There are realities of tiny home living. There are realities of living in your own house uh, and, you know, not traveling all the time. Um, it's not always smiles and sh sunshine. And some of these channels do skip out on some of that stuff and give people a really skewed perception of um, full-time RVing or van life or any of the rest. Problems come up on the road, and you have to deal with those problems. So. It's a, it's a very interesting little cosmos uh, when you start looking at uh, some of these videos and people's full-time RV living. Now, one of the reasons that people do this, um, they want to get YouTube famous. And that doesn't mean that they want everyone in America to know who they are. But if they grow a sizable channel, um, there are some financial benefits that could be coming their way. And if they grow a really successful channel... Um, the channel itself could be their full-time job. So that's what we're going to talk about here in the next segment of this. You see, for some of the big names out there, for those really well-known vloggers like uh, Casey Neistat, I keep referring to him, but he's kind of, um, he did the daily vlog for a year, and he's in New York City, and he does some pretty interesting stuff in his business. And so he became super popular and literally has millions of people watching his show. And so when he posts a new video, let's say, um, you know, whatever the video is about, and a million people view that video, he just made a really good chunk of change. So YouTube uh, has monetization. So they put advertisements up in your videos, and you've probably seen that. And that monetization comes back to the creators. So one of the folks that I follow along with, they figured out the... Um, the the baseline, and they're pretty darn close on it. So 
for every view you have, you get 0 0.003 cents. So not three cents, 0 0.003 cents. So let's say you have a, a video that goes viral or is watched by a lot of people, and you have a million people watch it. So I'm just typing into my calculator, one, one, two, three, one, two, three, times 0 0.003. So if you have a million people watch your video, um, that could be worth somewhere around $3,000 for you. So now if you're doing daily videos, let's say you do videos six days a week and you have a million people view that each video uh, over the course of that six days, that would be $18,000 in revenue from YouTube alone. Now, in addition to monetization, um, channels will get sponsored. So if you do a really good review of a generator and you're a full-time RVer, you might be contacted by that generator company and they want to start sponsoring your show. And then on your show, you're going to say, hey, the show is sponsored by so-and-so generators. You can also do affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing is where you put links in your show notes and you say, hey, you like the camera that you saw uh, on my uh, video? Well, the link is down below. And if you click the link, uh, it's going to go to Amazon.com, and Amazon's going to pay me a little bit of money for getting you to their site to buy that camera. So you can do monetization through YouTube, you can get sponsorships, and you can do affiliate marketing, and all of that does add to a revenue stream that you can grow over time. But now the example that I gave you with Casey Neistat, you know, he's got millions of viewers, and um, on top of the millions of viewers, he gets tons of views for everything he does. Now, the folks that we were looking back through, so Long Long Honeymoon, I know that they do affiliate marketing. Um, I know that they're monetized on YouTube. And um, so they've got several avenues. So their most recent video that was posted two days ago has had 26,000 views. So let's just pull up that handy dandy calculator again, 26,000 times 0 0.003. So $78 so far for a two-day-old video for them. So if they're doing this almost every day, which they're not, so they might do it a couple times a week or at least once a week seems to be their schedule. Um, looking through some of their older stuff where you know more and more people can see it over time, um, they've had some different ones like, uh, here we go, 57,000 views. So if we took to take a look at that, 57 times 0 0.003, that's $171 for that one. So they're regularly posting their videos. They're also doing their affiliate marketing, and they're getting a little extra revenue um, as a side channel um, from YouTube and the YouTube monetization. So looking at Long Long Honeymoon, they probably pull in enough to cover some of their travel and things, but they might not be making a full-time living at this, and they might still have other revenue streams. And I think they've actually done some vlogs about, you know, how they're doing. And then when we go over and take a look at Less Junk, More Journey, um, their most recent post from a couple days ago, 44,000 views, and the show after that was 35,000 views. You get the idea. They're in the thousands of views every time. Once again, they also do affiliate marketing. So they mention products they use, and they also have um, a link in their show notes. So I'm looking down at their show notes. 
Shop and support us for free. Shopping on Amazon with our link helps us pump out, uh, pump out more content. So they're saying it right there. You know, you're helping to support their channel, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you're getting something out of their channel and they're giving you valuable information, um, they, they should see some revenues back from that. So I think anyone who's putting in all the production time of doing these YouTube videos on a consistent basis, um, absolutely they should get some value back themselves. Uh, nothing is free in this world, right? So you can do it. You can create a, a channel, uh, your own show. It is possible. And you can use some very simple equipment and you can start building the channel and a viewer base. And then you can actually try to go ahead and monetize this and maybe make a living off of it. Uh, it can't hurt to try. One of the things that I should say to you, though, is that this is a time-consuming process. It's not going to happen overnight. Videos don't go viral overnight. And you also have to think about the community that you're targeting. Do you want to talk to RVers? Do you want to talk to homeowners? Is your channel going to be about fast cars? Is your channel going to be a cooking channel? There's a lot of things that you need to sit down and think about. The bottom line for you is starting a YouTube channel now is absolutely viable. It's going to take you time to build, and there is a lot of work and effort. So these people who I've talked about today, Long Long Honeymoon, More We Explore, um, Less Junk, More Journey, they have made massive investments um, in the production time and in the equipment they use. So they're not just doing things just with a cell phone. Um, they have some production behind it. So with all that in mind, if you're interested in starting up a YouTube channel, I say go for it. Um, once again, though, just have some realistic expectations. You're going to be investing time. You're going to be investing in equipment and um, overnight successes. You know, that's the rarity. So set your expectations to uh, reality and have fun putting it together. And by the way, uh, drop me a note. Let me know if you're doing a new... Uh, uh, channel that you think I might have interest in. So um, I'm very interested in mobile technology, in telecommunications, in RVing, in backpacking, and in photography. So if you're making something new that covers all that, go ahead and drop me a note or leave a message, a voice message, via the Anchor app. So if you've got the Anchor app on your phone and that's what you're using to listen to this podcast, you can actually leave me a voice message and that voice message can end up in one of the next shows where we're doing a Q&A, if you'd like to do that. All right, this one has gone long. This has been a really long show, but it's something I've been wanting to cover for a while. Um, I enjoy YouTube, and I enjoy putting together my own videos as well. And so if you don't, if you haven't seen my channel over on YouTube, just look up Rich Sharpentier on YouTube. And also one of my business channels, look up AZ Drone. So that's Arizona Drone. All right, everyone, I've really got to get rolling because I overran on time with this, and I've got to get to work for the morning. So we're coming up on 7 a.m. I hope you have an awesome day, and I hope you enjoyed this uh, Tech Talk Thursday with the Airstream Chronicles. Oh,